Hello and welcome to God's Pathway to Life. This podcast is about how to put God in your life and find the joy the Bible speaks about. I'm your host, David Smith, and this is my personal walk with the Lord Jesus Christ. My hope is that you too find God in His Son, Jesus Christ, Lord and Savior. We, I will be talking about my faith and prayers for people in need, all with a God-centered viewpoint. So come join me and let's see what we can do for God and the Lord Jesus Christ today. Hello and welcome back. I know you don't have much time, so let's get to work. Our first topic is going to be about finding God or believing in God. You know, people don't just wake up one day and say, you know, I think I'm going to believe in an invisible God and, and start worshiping somebody they can't see or hear. You know, that's that's not sane. You know, uh, normal people don't do that. What's happening is that Christians people that seek after God, God has placed that in their heart to know them. And God gives them an understanding and a desire to know them on a personal basis. And these Christians respond to it, and they seek after God. From the beginning of time, before time was ever created, before the earth was ever created, God knew who would accept salvation and who would reject salvation. And we get, and, now, and today, the world that we live in, we get Christians and unbelievers. The Christians are the people that heard God's message or general call because God gives a general call out to everybody because he's calling everyone. And then he gives a personal call where he calls you personally on a personal basis. And Christians are people that hear this call from <clears throat> from God, and they answer it, and respond to it, and react to this call, and accept this call, and they take this call, and they and they run with it, and they go on down the road with their uh, their Christian walk, and they become good Christian people, and they do uh, Christian things like attend church, they read their Bibles. They don't do these things to uh, gain entrance into heaven. There's, there's nothing we can do to get into heaven. Nothing. There's nothing we can do to get into heaven. Uh, going to church, reading your Bible, what, what those are, what your visual, those are visual manifestations of faith. When someone has faith and it's true faith, those are the people that you see in church every Sunday twice on Sunday and once on Wednesday. And those are the people that are reading their Bibles every day. And those are the people that are sharing the good news, the death, resurrection, and, and life of uh, eternal life of Jesus Christ. And the sacrifice uh, that he laid down his life for our sins. So, you know, finding God, men, do, men don't seek God. Uh, the Bible clearly clearly states that we don't seek God. It's we're inherently flawed, you know, because of Adam. Because when Adam took that, he flawed the whole human race, mankind. And when Eve did what she did, all of womankind. So not only mankind but womankind. But on top of that, we, uh, the fall, Adam. When Adam sinned, it brought down nature. The world that we live in and when you see things like cancer 
or Alzheimer's or AIDS or, or heart disease or kidney disease. If you see these health problems or health diseases that you see people go through, that, that, those are visual manifestations of the curse. And a lot of people say, you know, why, if God is so good and God is so loving, why does he allow uh, death and destruction and, and all that in, in, in the world? Well, that's because we asked for it. Well, you know, you may not have personally asked for this, but you have no choice in the matter. You have a choice in what family you're born into. No, you don't. You have a choice. Can you pick what time, what 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 section of the timeline you want to be born in? So I, I I'd rather be born in the 1920s. Well, that's not possible. We're, you know, we're dealt the hand that we're dealt. Well, folks, we happen to be on the wrong. We're we're on the side of sin. We're born in sin. We're you know, we're full of sin, or we're sin manufacturing little machines. We are. And see, that's why Christ had to come and God in flesh, being Jesus Christ, had to come to the earth and sacrifice Himself because He was a, a pureness holiness he was the one that could live the righteous life he was the one that could go down the checklist and say yeah i did all this right he could well he could be the one that could go down to 10 commandments off on that list and said i didn't break a single one of those because he's god in in the flesh god in spirit god in the flesh and god in the holy spirit that's the way we we live with a triune, a, a trinity God. He he functions in three different ways. You know, to, do I understand how he functions in these three different ways? No, I don't. But I do know what he says in the Bible. That he does place this desire, this understanding, this yearning, this hunger for to know him. Because he knew before time, before anything was created, that you would accept this offer of salvation. So finding God, seeking out God, no, men, men don't find God, men don't seek out God. But God puts that faith in men. You know, I have a couple of quotes here. I say Ephesians 2 8, for great. For by grace are you saved through faith, and that's not of yourselves, it's the gift of God. And again in John 4, 4, No man can come to me except the Father which has sent me. Draw him, and I will raise him up at the last day. So grace and faith come from God. We don't just wake up one day and seek out the invisible God. We can't see or hear, but God puts that faith in in. in in your heart to know him on a personal basis. So if you're a Christian, rejoice and be happy. So being made from God <clears throat> and his son, we come from pure holiness. Our soul has a longing to be with God and his son. The Christian people understand that and seek out holiness. But the lost don't understand and make gods of their own understanding and live in a way of their own way, live in their own ways. But when you come to Christ, you give up every right to do to live as you want. You give up your ticket to hell, too. You can't live as a lost person. You must repent and turn from your old life and join God's family and seek the things of God. 
it will be well with you. This is all stated from the Bible. God said, if you seek after him and the things of him, then you will be profitable in everything that you do and everywhere that you go. Are you, are you tired of living life on the last dollar? Are you tired of being, you know, alone? Are you tired of being sad? Are you tired of being depressed? Are you tired of being angry? You know, are these uh, feelings and emotions, you know, well, being a Christian, they don't go away. And so if you're looking for an emotional kick or emotional way to overcome these things, you know, you're probably looking in the wrong way. God's more interested in your spiritual body than how you feel. Although he does love you, and then when you come to Christ and you find Christ and you read your Bible and you wash all that garbage out of your head, there comes a point where you find joy, the joy the Bible speaks about. When God places that joy in your heart, then it doesn't matter if you're sitting there covered in mud. You're happy. It doesn't matter if you're missing a leg. You're happy. It doesn't matter if you're missing a hand, you're happy. It doesn't matter what condition you're in or where you're at, you're happy as a Christian because to live in Christ, when you truly live in Christ, you're happy no matter where you are or what condition you are or what you're going through. Because Christ carries you through everything. And you rely on his strength and not your strength to carry you through these things. It's very tough to uh, let go of your old life. You've been, you know, living this life for a long time. Trust me, I know. I know. Like I said, this is this is my personal walk. And uh, it's, it's you know, my my personal walk with Christ is uh, he's doing the walking. I'm, I'm on a belly crawl. I'm belly crawling across the floor as he walks. That's my walk with Christ. I haven't... I, I haven't got to the point where I can stand on my feet with Christ. I'm still on my belly. And so, yeah, there's, there's other great Christian men out there. There's other great Christian people out there that are far more educated than me, have far more uh, universal education degrees and scholarships and doctor, doctorate degrees and everything else that are, could explain the Bible far more better and far more intelligent than me. But... I'm all I got. I don't. I'm not a graduate of high uh, uh, college. I'm a. I'm an ex welder. I'm an ex fireproofer. And uh, I gave. I got to a point in life where apparently I was so far from God that I didn't think there was anything wrong. I created a God of my own understanding. A God of my own making. And I thought I knew who God was. I was going down the road thinking, yeah, I know who God is. I, I got a full understanding of it. Because uh, my grandfather used to be a pastor. And so I come from a, a you know, solid foundation of Christian people. So, you know, <clears throat> but, you know, I'd never paid attention in church when I was going to church. And when I became a teenager, I didn't hang out in the church. I was a rebellious teenager. And then when I got into my, uh, uh, around 18, 19, 20 years old, I think I did, uh, it was around that time frame that I went down and uh, realized that, you know, I live in a, in, a, in a bad way and that I should try to uh, give my life over to Christ. 
But, you know, you're talking about a teenager now. I'm a typical teenager. And so I go down there to make my statement of faith. I make my statement of faith. And uh, I may have stayed true to my statement of faith for a short time. It's not even long enough to mention. And then I was back to doing what I wanted to do, uh, the drinking and the alcohol and the sex. So it comes to a point where, you know, uh, life goes like that until I reach, I don't know, 27, I guess. I think I was 27. And then I realized that, you know, I didn't want to be uh, a druggie or, or alcoholic anymore. So that's when I pretty much uh, quit drinking. But see, that's what I thought at the time. But I didn't quit drinking. God took that out of my life because he was working on me at that point in time. And so I quit drinking, and uh, I go on down the road. And uh, I'm working and paying bills and living life and, you know, like I said, thinking I knew who God was and wasn't going to church or anything. And uh, life goes on like that for a while. Well, I come across... Uh, some video or something like that on, on YouTube. I can't remember what kind of video it was. But it, I think it was uh, something about the government conspiracy or, or something or another. So, you know, I watch a video, and then after I get done watching the video, I think, well, you know, that's kind of interesting. I'll, I think I'll check into it. So I checked into the video and, and think, wow, that's kind of interesting. A lot of, lot, lot of lies from the government, a lot of lies from a lot of people. And, you know, I get to the point where I'm like, you know, I'm going to check further into this. And then everything I checked into seemed to be that the government was lying about this and that or or the other. And so, you know, I'm a kind of a truther. I, I like to believe in the truth. So I decided to seek out the truth. And uh, there's only one place I know that holds the truth. And that would be the Bible. Uh, you know, a King James Version Bible. So uh, <clears throat> I started checking into the Bible and started actually, uh, you know, reading it and, tr and, tr and trying to find an understanding. Well, it, it, some time went on, you know, and like I said, I wasn't going to church or nothing. And then uh, uh, God has directed me to a church. And so I found a church that I started attending, and I just started uh, just one Sunday uh, at a time. And then it got to, I go Sunday morning and then Sunday night. And then after about three years of doing that, by the third year, I was uh, going to church on Wednesday night. And then after about three years of that, you know, uh, I started. I started to get an understanding. I started, you know, it, I'm I'm a slow learner. So I started to get an understanding of what God was requiring of me, what God was asking of me. So, you know, I, I started getting an understanding. And and that's that this is uh this is, you know, all all about growing in Christ in Christ. And so when you get an understanding, when you see what the Bible says, and see that's what I'm saying, you know, I made a God of my own understanding. And in order to find out uh, what God really is, who God really is, who Jesus really is, you need to read the Bible. Because the Bible explains him, everything right there in the Bible is all explained. 
God tells you who he is. Jesus tells you who he is, what what's he expect of you, how you should live, how you should delegate yourself, or how you take care of yourself, how you should manage your finances, how you should manage your marriage, how you should take care of your friends, how you should treat other people in society, and the list goes on and on and on. I mean, people always say, this child never came with a handbook. I'm sorry to say, yes, this child came with a handbook. It's called the Holy Bible. And if you read it and get understanding and apply it to your life, then God will make everything that you do and everywhere you go prosperous. Now, how much, how great is that? I mean, you know, once you read the Bible and you read things like, you know, once you come to Christ and you seek after the things of Christ, and everything you do and everywhere you go will be prosperous. And then don't worry about the things that you put on or the things that you wear or the things that you, what you're going to eat, what you're going to wear or anything, because God will take care of all that. If he feeds the birds in the air, he'll feed you too, you know. So God is so great and loving that he cares for us and he loves us. He loves the lost and he loves the saved. And that's why he gave us a general call. And, you know, that's that, if you're out there and you're sick and tired of living that life where you're lonely, depressed, you're sick and poor, and you're, you're, or you're angry, or you got, you got anger issues, and, you know, they're telling you you need to go to a psychologist or you need anger management. No, you don't. <laughs> You don't need any of that. You need to give yourself over to Christ and seek the things of God, and it be well with you. You know, your your parents, when when you seek the things of God and you go after and you and you give up your life and go after Christ and go after His life and try to find God in Jesus, then you, when you achieve those goals and you grow closer to Christ, you become a glory and an honor to your parents. You know. If you're if you're a troublemaker, bringing your parents heartache right now, you bring them no glory and no honor. You bring them heartache, sadness, and depression. You're welcome. So what about the lost? Well, they live without God, and God has hardened their heart like a stone. Ephesians four eighteen. Having the understanding darkened, being alienated from the life of God through the ignorance of them that is in them, because of their blindness of their hearts. And again in Exodus 9:12, and the Lord, the Lord hardened the heart of Pharaoh, and he hearkened not to them. And Second Timothy 3, chapter 3, verse 1 through 4, know this also that in the last days of perilous times shall come, men shall be lovers of their own selves, covetous, boisterous, proud, blasphemers, disobedient to parents, unthankful, unholy, without natural affection, uh, truth breakers, false accusers, uncontrolled, fierce, despisers of those that are good, traitors, high-minded, lovers of pleasure, and more than lovers of God. The Ten Commandments shows us that we sin. And we're sinners from birth and are covered until we reach the age of that we're lost. Some people say that's the age of 13. But as we, after that, we're held accountable for what we've done with our life. So without God in your life, you're on your way to hell. And the devil doesn't want you to have anything to do with God or his son. He wants to keep you in that state of doom. But I say there's another way to life by putting God in your life and that's why I've chosen to start this podcast, to help someone find God 
in Jesus so you can find life everlasting in joy and hope and happiness. I'm not looking for a million downloads. I'm looking for one person out there that's hurting and looking for God but don't know how to do it or how to put God in your life or how to fight the old sin nature. We can do this together. It takes a group to grow in Christ. That's why Christ gave us the church. Yes, find a church to attend. And yes, read your Bible every day. Pray every day and seek out the things of God. Surround yourself with godly people if you want to grow in Christ. Okay, we got a call to action. Uh, we're doing a prayer list for people in need. So if you need prayer or if you know someone who is in need of prayer, uh, reach out to us at God's Pathway to Life at gmail.com and we'll pray for them and we'll get their uh, name out there, first name only, and a little bit of information about what they're in need of. You know, if it's a health problem, we'll say health problem. If it's a financial problem, we'll say fan the finances. And if it's a family problem, we'll say family. Uh, so if you need someone that uh, needs to be prayed for, uh, send a, a prayer request to God's Pathway to Life at gmail.com. Okay, next time we get together, we're going to talk about how to activate that new heart and that new mind and what to do about the old person you're living in. Yeah, you got a new heart and a new mind, but you still have the same old body and how to live with that old body and a new heart. So stay tuned and remember to download the next episode. I pray that you all have a blessed day and say something nice to someone you don't know. God said be kind to strangers because you was once a stranger too. God bless you all. Your friend in Christ, Dave.